What's up, ballers? My name is Caleb Confusioni, and welcome to the house. Alongside me today are my wonderful co-hosts, Mr. Caleb Prozy, and alongside him is Mr. Naaman Smith. We are here today to give you all the latest, greatest, and most epic sports stories going on in the world. All of the college football catching up, all of the National Football League games that you missed, games that you saw that you want to talk about. We are here to talk about all of it. And last, and certainly not, but certainly not least, Major League Baseball, the World Series is set, guys. We're here to give you all the details about it, what we think, what you guys should think, because you guys should always agree with us. If you disagree with us, you're probably wrong. Just kidding. We actually went back and checked our uh, picks for the football today. We realized we were actually wrong a lot. So yeah. keep in mind, these are just opinions, but they are worth sharing with you guys. I'm going to kick it over to my buddy, Mr. Caleb Prosey, for the rundown of episode nine. All right. To give you guys a little detailed rundown of what we're doing this episode, we're going to go over recent NFL news and updates because a lot has happened in the NFL world. A lot of stories are shaping up. Now, Yankees and Padres have been kicked out of the playoffs and they're not going to the World Series. The Houston Astros will take on the Phillies. And then next, we're going to be doing a Halloween candy draft. We're going to rehash college football from last week. And then we're going to finish up with our picks as always. I'm going to kick it over to Naaman to give you guys a what's happening in sports. Yeah, what up, y'all? All right, so I'm going to just start with two veteran QBs are struggling early on. Mm -hmm. Confusioni, very probably, he's probably very happy to see that Tom Brady down in Tampa is struggling. He is. Not just, not just on the field, but off the field. How many like, Microsoft Surface tablets has he broken in his <laughs> career so far? A lot. So, a lot. So, so but, like, lot. probably half of them have come this season alone. Yeah. It's just been a really bad year. Um, just the team, the team dynamic in Tampa Bay has just been dismantling. So it's just kind of sad to watch. I mean, I mean, we don't – I've never been a Tom Brady fan, but it – it just is weird to see him not play to that caliber that we're used to seeing. Same with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It's so. like seeing Michael like so Michael Jordan's known for just being the GOAT. But like some people got to witness his like final year or two with the Wizards. He just wasn't that guy. Mm -hmm. Like he wasn't living up to what we know him as. Yeah. And yeah. like whether you're a fan of him or not, Tom is not living up to that. But yeah. Uh another one, Aaron Rodgers up in Green Bay. It's about to get cold up there. Like, they're playing bad football, and it's about to get cold. Mm -hmm. He's going to be one sad man pretty soon. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. be anywhere cold and losing football games. It's they have sparks. The Packers will have, like, sparks of, like, okay, this is what Green Bay is supposed to be. Like, when they play the Bears, they they roll right through them. But, like, I mean, losing to the Jets, and then this week they lost again. Like, it's just... It's not looking good in Green Bay. Yeah, I, I think it's it's weird to me that they run the ball so little because Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are both playmakers, but they've got Rodgers throwing the ball so many times, like first, second, and third down. And then it's three and out, so it's like run the ball on first down, get your four, five, maybe six yards, and then get to second, third, and manageable. I think they'd have a lot better uh, results going a forward. A lot of these are close games, though. Like they yeah. lost to the Commanders by, what, two points? Yeah. So A loss to the Commanders by any but points is honestly, not good. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. that, that's even worse. Losing in a close game like that. They can't finish. Yeah. Like Aaron Rodgers used yeah. to win those games. Aaron yeah. Rodgers has like some of the most like game winning drives of like ever. That is true. Um, So that's yeah. just an important thing. We'll keep you guys updated on those guys. So, like those are household names. No yeah. matter how big of an NFL fan you are, you know those names. Next, Brees Hall. If you don't know who that is, uh, prosy has been really high on the Jets, and he's been right. He bet big on this pick. It was a cold take at the start of the year, but now it's red hot. Jets are a very good team, and their star offensive player just rookie tore, running back. Rookie running back just tore his ACL. I'm so dude. I'm so sad. It was so announced sad. today. 
it was so sad. This guy had so much potential for the year he for the He was a Jets. stud. Yeah, he was. He, their offense was centered around him. Mm-hmm. So um, now it's kind of just like, what are the Jets going to be without him? He made Zach Wilson look a lot better. Like, he could get he out did. there and he could catch a couple as well, but he could also just run right down people's throats. Yeah. And it's just sad to see. It's sad when any rookie goes down with a season-ending injury. Mm-hmm. Like when Joe Burrow went down with that knee injury. Like, yeah. the comeback process, it's so – because you gain so much hype. Mm-hmm. In your rookie year, like you get so people are ready to see you play. Even Travis Etienne with the Jaguars never could play his rookie year either because of a knee injury. That and you're just figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Now he's yeah. gonna have to figure it out, get up to the speed of NFL guys all over again. I yeah. mean, he figured it out, but the rehab process is gonna be a pullback for him for sure. Yeah, I do. I like Michael Carter though. I do like Michael I do Carter. Too. I think my, he started to catch some fire towards the end of last season, and then Brees Hall kind of you know put him back in more of an RB two role. Carter's a big yak guy. He can catch passes and get lots of yards after the catch, uh, which I'm really excited to see. I think Zach Wilson's really taking on a leadership role on this team, though, so I'm excited to see uh, kind of where he takes it. Even in the absence of Brees Hall, there's going to be a lot more uh, definitely commanded from him now. You can tell, though, that the Jets are relying on the run, though, because Zach Wilson mm-hmm. isn't scoring a ton in fantasy. Like, if you have, he's yeah. my bench quarterback, and like, the Jets will have a huge win, but Zach Wilson will score like four and a half points. Yeah. So they're relying on the run a lot. So it's going to take a big hit, but hopefully they can adjust up in New York. Yeah. But talking about a team that has no injuries, but is still struggling, mm-hmm. the husband of Sierra. Yeah. Sierra? Ah, whatever. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. But uh, he just signed a half a billion dollar contract with the Denver Broncos to come over from Seattle. And unfortunately... The Seahawks are actually doing better than the Broncos. They are. The Broncos are underperforming, and the Seattle Seahawks are overperforming, leading the NFC West currently. That's a shock. That is a shock. That is something we all were just like, Seahawks are done for. Like, being in that division, like, it's competitive. They're not going to last. But Geno Smith, Ty Lockett, and those guys have proved, even Rashad Penny, they've proved to us that Pete Carroll can win with whatever he's got. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, it speaks to – the Niners too also in that division like I think even with the addition of McCaffrey which you know is if in case y'all did not know yet Christian McCaffrey traded from the Panthers to the 49ers I still don't think that really puts the Niners in contention in my opinion that was a huge reaction for sure yeah yeah so uh we'll we'll see how that plays out but I don't think it's gonna really boost the Niners chances that much it's interesting yeah and then one more note on the NFL uh we have to mention this the Bengals are one of those teams that has now joined the yeah. top-tier teams. So before, there was the Chiefs, the Bills, the Eagles. and the Eagles. And now you have to add the Bengals into there now because the Bengals are just killing it. They're yeah. doing great. Uh, they literally, I think they put up 40 points. Joe Burrow had five touchdowns, 400 passing yards in the game this past Sunday. Great, great week. Yeah, really good. I'm actually... I think the shift was that Dolphins game. I know Tua went down, but I think that just was a spark in Cincinnati for sure. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I, I'm not against the Bengals. I'm not really for the Bengals, but I like to see them play. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I love watching the Bengals. I love watching Burrow, and, and Jamar Chase is an absolute dog, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jamar Chase has some burners. He's a great route. He's just, like, all around really good receiver. Like, great running routes, great speed, great yards after the catch physical guy like he's just good all around Tyler Boyd as well in that receiving guard really going off catching a lot of passes uh this past weekend so that that aerial raid um is something to something to watch for sure and their defense 
uh, tends to hold their own. So that's true. Um, I do not like Eli Apple. I don't like, either. Very much. I don't, I don't think many people do, but the rest of that secondary, Trey Hendrickson on that defensive line, Trey mm-hmm. Hendrickson is an mm-hmm. absolute Very monster. Um, that defense usually hold, can't, has the ability to hold teams to little points enough where Joe and Jamar Chase can score and to even, win. Even Joe Mixon's like such a reliable runner he is, for the Bengals. He like, he's, he's not like a stud, like he's not like a rushing yards leader, but he'll get the first downs. He'll get those catches outside and he'll He'll run it where you need him to. Definitely. Yeah. And Joey B has that confidence again uh, after that Dolphins win. Sparky he relies uh, heavily on his confidence. Like, Joey B yeah. has got, like, the swagger that when he gets moving, he is borderline unstoppable. Yeah. Uh, now, moving on to the MLB with the Astros versus the Phillies. Uh, the Yankees and the Padres just got eliminated. And mm-hmm. I'm going to kick it over to Prozy to talk about that. So to talk about what's ahead, because I'm not really excited for this World Series. Um, game one will be this Friday, October 28th at 8.08 p.m. in Houston, because Houston is that one seed. Mm-hmm. They're obviously going to get the first home game. Um, really disappointed in the Yankees. I think the Yankees kept it close a couple of games, but there was that one, like, game three where they just got shut out 5 nothing. Yeah. A lot of mistakes in the outfield. You saw Harrison Bader and Aaron Judge get mixed up with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, pitching, Wander Peralta was just giving up home runs. Garrett Cole was giving up home runs. Nestor Cortez went out with an injury, and it's just a lot of things went wrong for the Yankees, and yeah. I'm just very sad to see that they got swept. I wish they had at least won one game, but, I mean... It was the inevitable. Get it over with. Yeah. Uh, so something that I was I was listening to a few like analysis after the game because mm-hmm. I love hearing people talk about the Yankees losing. <laughs> uh, not gonna lie, <laughs> even though both my other podcast people are Yankees fans. Um, so something that's interesting, we're seeing a shift right now in New York baseball. Yeah. So the Mets, who have usually been a dormant. They've been bad because they haven't paid money to be good. But now they have, like, what, but top now, three in luxury tax. So this season, this offseason, Aaron Judge of the Yankees is going to be a free agent. But the Mets have two huge free agents in Max Scherzer and Edwin Diaz. If mm-hmm. you don't know who those are, that's one of their, that's their second starting pitcher and their automatic closer. The, their closer, Edwin Diaz, had the best season of all closers in MLB this year. He was an amazing player, and he's a free agent. Yeah. So the Mets are going to drop a lot of money on him. And I was listening to baseball, um, like a uh, YouTube channel, and they were saying the Mets are going to probably drop $300 million in payroll. Like they're going to have a payroll of $300 million for this upcoming year. Mm. And the Yankees, if they, tick, if they stick to what they usually do, it'll be around $200 million, which is going to be one of the first times in a while the Mets will have a higher payroll than the Yankees. Which shouldn't be. The Yankees bring in way more money. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely backwards there, but I can see why the Mets would be a team to accumulate a lot of dollars. They've probably been just saving for this moment. Mm-hmm. So that's the the World Series. Um, I'm hoping the Phillies can win. Honestly, same. I'm not. Nobody wants the Astros to win. No one wants the trash can people um, to win. Unless you're my law professor, Doctor O'Daniel. You love <laughs> your Houston Astros. I hope she uh, never wears an Astros shirt to class. So moving forward. <laughs> We're going to do a Halloween candy draft in honor of the upcoming holiday a week from today. So we're going to do it the same style that we did the cereal draft. It's going to go name and first. Or actually, no, because Caleb had the last pick for the cereal draft. You'll get the first pick okay. for okay. this Halloween candy draft. Appreciate Snake draft that. style, three rounds. Prozy will go second. I'll go, I'll go third, second. Fourth, yeah. Prozy fifth. Mm-hmm. Same style as last week. So 
Caleb, if you've three got your... Three rounds? What, yeah, I said three rounds. Okay. So, three rounds. Um, we can do both chocolate and any kind of candy. It's not yeah. limited. Yeah. So, Caleb, if you're ready, you're on the clock. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Um, I, I, I'm going to take a little bit of approach this time. I'm going to just go, like, what I like... Not try and go for crowd favorites every single you, pick. Good choice. And if it gets uh, if it gets shot down, then whatever. I know I have a team that I want. So number one overall pick, I'm gonna go with the classic Twix bar. Mm. I love Twix That's caramel. It's like I, the, yeah. it's got like the cookie shortbread caramel chocolate. It's got like a little bit of everything in I there. I thought you were just gonna say something um, bad. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I'm here a second there. Yeah, I think Twix. Because you started it with, I'm gonna just go with what I. Yeah, like. it didn't look good. Like, well, I think Twix. You know, it's not super uncommon. I respect, but it. it's not the most popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so I yeah. think it's 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 like top five, but like lower tier top five for most people. But I, for me, it's one. But I love you'll Twix. you'll come back. Like in the second round, you get two picks. So. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I've I've got as long as y'all uh, leave some on the board for me, I've got a couple others in mind. But I want to get Twix first because that's by far my favorite. True. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna um, pick based on my mistake from last week. Uh, for the cereal draft, I made a huge mistake in letting something drop to Naaman, so I'm going to cover that by picking Reese Cups. No, no, that's what I wanted. That was the other one I wanted. Darn it! Because oh. I missed the Reese's Puffs. That's, that's my favorite candy of all time. Uh, bro. Yeah, me too, bro. Mm, me too. They're, they're good. so good. That's so frustrating. Oh, well, I think I'd already lost. Like, <laughs> no, there's still so much on the board. I mean, come on, your first pick last week was so bad. Well, yeah, every so bad, other candy besides better. Reese's and Twix is on the board. Whatever. Yeah, like every bro. other candy Unlimited, that exists. bro. You can pick your hundred grand bar, baby Ruth, whatever. Yeah. I um, it's so hard. Um, okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna do my dad's favorite candy, and mm-hmm. I, I do love it. Their ice cream is better than the candy, but. It's it's a candy that if you got in your Halloween bag, you wouldn't want to trade it away. Gotcha. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I hear you. There's candies that like Nestle, the Crunch thing. I would trade that away in a heartbeat. Really, Crunch bars are good. Hey, hey, I would trade you all my Crunch bars for Snickers. That's my. Oh, that's a fair trade. I would take that any day. Snickers. I'm a Snickers. You take Snickers? Yeah. Their ice cream is really good. The ice cream yeah. is really good. I love Snickers. Uh, just you can't go wrong with it. Good choice. And then moving on to the second round, I have that first pick. It's hard. This is a hard one. I'm going to go Butterfinger. Mm. you got to do it. Butterfinger. It's that's okay. Classic choice. Uh, yeah, that's just okay. It, it, yeah, like I'll eat <laughs> it if it's there, but it's not going to definitely be my first pick. All right. Well, that's my first pick. Fair um, enough. We'll see if anything else drops to me. I have a few other ideas, but... We're all on the chocolate train right now. But I mean, me and Caleb only had one pick. So my pick in the second round is going to be Sour Patch Kids. Mm. Okay. Not not my personal favorite. If if I I am I'm not a big sweets guy in general, to be honest. So this is not your draft. But this this is not my like favorite draft in the world. But if we're getting out of the realm of chocolate, Sour Patch Kids is probably up there for me and Mm -hmm. like fruity sour ones. But yeah. Um. Okay, so I get two. I'm going to go York Peppermint Patties. Oh, teach your own. No, that's, dude. Delicious. Just, so, like, this is the thing. When I go to the movie theater, this is my thing. I'm kind of a psychopath. I don't get popcorn. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. Don't buy it. Wow. But I get wow. Junior Mints. Yeah. Because they're wonderful. York Peppermint Patties are, like... Mint chocolate, dude. Mint chocolate is so Mint chocolate chip ice cream. cream. Mm. Yeah. Respect it. Um, second pick. So, I've got York. I've got Twix. Um, gosh. 
Let's go with a uh, let's go with a Milky Way. Oh, nice smooth, Milky Way. This is smooth caramel chocolate. Hot take that's gonna get Naaman upset, but Milky Way greater than Snickers. Teach your own. I just like caramel. <laughs> like Milky Can't Way tell. has its place. Big caramel. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I hear you. It's good. I, I personally like Snickers more times than I like Milky Way, but there are times I like Milky Way mm-hmm. more than Snickers. So I'm done. I got I got Twix, York, and Milky Way. All right, my uh, my Call last shot. pick. Final pick. My last pick is gonna be. Which might not be my best pick, but I sure do love them. And it's going to be Kit Kats. It's a good pick. Kit Kats are good. That was going to be my pick. Okay, really? okay cool. I don't want to. I don't want to be like made fun of. No, no, that's good. That's good. Like, yeah, that's good. Um. Oh, I have last pick. Yikes. Okay. Yep. So I, I wish I had more picks. There's just so much good candy. I do love. This is not my pick. I love peanut M Ms. Mm. I would love. Honorable I mention. almost said that. I almost said literally that. Literally, just specifically peanut M Ms. Regular M Ms. They're mid. Peanut, but, peanut butter M and M's, bro. Yeah, those are those are goaded. Um, I'm not really sure. Um, the dark chocolate M and M's too. Sorry. Yeah, no, so no, no thanks. Thought process, but the, I, I like almond joy is really good too. Not picking it. Almond joy is really good. Laffy taffies are always classics. Yeah, but I'm gonna go with Skittles. I yeah, love that's good. Skittles, that's good and I, like I had that. to diversify my. Yeah, same. Uh, that's why I didn't. I had to get outside yeah. of chocolate. I didn't you, want to. You were all chocolate. I'm a chocolate guy. For a non-sweets guy, all chocolate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm not a big like. I'm not a big like fruity sweets guy. Like I would rather have straight chocolate than just than like Skittles and okay. Sour Patch mm-hmm. Kids. I would rather just have. Chocolate. So we're gonna post this to our Instagram, and we'd love to hear your guys' picks, your power rankings, your top three, or if you guys would like to vote on which one of us three you thought had the better draft. So we're going to post that to Instagram sometime this week. Yeah, I think we all have solid teams. I don't think anybody had any bad picks. It's no Golden Grams pick from Delaney, so it was good. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. Was... You guys hated on my picks. I'm I mean, like, we not hated. Just just like, you guys were big supporters. Uh, I mean, the yeah. Snickers and the, when it comes to Halloween figure. candy, everybody just has like a, a niche, like they like yeah. or niche, whatever that word is. I looked up a chart. Niche. Like a sh- is it niche? Niche. 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 Niche or niche? I want the listeners to to t- to help me out. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, niche sounds like itch. Okay, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. It makes me feel like it's wrong. It's so like making me all right. So I looked up. Itching, thinking I looked up a uh, power rankings for Halloween candy a few minutes ago. Okay. And they they have again. This is definitely like an engineer who made it. X axis is taste, and then Y axis is trade value. Oh my gosh, who did this? The highest is Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Yeah. So again, great pick. Yeah. Uh, the next highest is Butterfinger, hmm. and then M and M's is third highest, which is fair. M and M's you get a lot of bang for your buck. You know what I mean? You get yeah. A little is this just one person's opinion? It, yeah. Well, no, it's an entire. It's LA Times. Like it's like an entire. Uh, like it's their entire staff. I think they pulled them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But uh, Tootsie Pops is up there. Ah. Skittles, Snickers, mm. Twix, Kit Kat. And then Baby Ruth is the only other like high one. I love a good Tootsie Roll. Tootsie Roll. Mm. Tootsie Roll. Too hard to chew for me, bro. Oh, oh, I love a good Tootsie Roll. I I don't know what it is. Tootsie Roll. Yeah. I'd rather have a Tootsie Pop over a Tootsie Roll. Because then with a pop, it lasts way longer. Lasts way longer. No, dude, you're chewing that Tootsie Roll forever, bro. You are. It is. Well, no, I mean like Tootsie Pop. You're right, though. I'm just saying. I feel it feels like forever when I eat a Tootsie Roll. How many licks did it take y'all to get to the center? Did you ever count? No. Oh. I think I counted one time. I think it was like 300-something. I, 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 if I were to guess, I would say it would probably be around there. I think it also depends on how big your tongue is. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Tongue, tongue, tongue's uh, dimensions probably have a pretty yeah. good. Uh, and like the force of it too. I hear you guys. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving forward, we're gonna rehash and break down all of college football from the previous week. Okay, so so college football. Let's recap last week. So FSU for the first time in three weeks didn't have a loss. It's because we had a bye week, but we didn't lose. <laughs> Uh, Auburn also had a bye week, so again, my two two favorite teams didn't lose. Mm-hmm. Um, Clemson beat Syracuse, but it's more like Clemson and the refs beat Syracuse. Mm-hmm. There were a few questionable calls in there. So Cle- many turnovers, too. Yeah, true. Clemson stays in the top five, though. They stay unbeaten. Ole Miss got destroyed by LSU. LSU is red hot. They're a legitimate team. Oklahoma State. Like kind of iced out Texas. Uh, mm-hmm. Quinn Ewers struggled a lot on the road in that game. TCU rolls past Kansas State. Sir. O- Oregon looked really good against unbeaten UCLA and made them former unbeaten UCLA. Bo Nix is fast. He is fast. He is fast. Yeah, he is an athlete. And then South Carolina goes to your Gamecocks. Spurs up. They beat Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher now is struggling, and they're looking at potentially buying him out. You know how much that buyout is? Eighty-six million. Wow. I think that's the number I heard. I don't don't quote me on that. That's like how much they pay a five-star recruit, bro. <laughs> well, dude, they okay. Texas. The state of Texas spends a lot of money on football, so I wouldn't doubt. It. True. And then an important game of our rival, Miami. They lost against a JV team in Duke. Let's go. <laughs> so Miami's down bad, they even though they just bad. hired a brand new coach. So Cristobal is struggling down there. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to next week, uh, Florida State versus Georgia Tech at noon. Mm-hmm. And there's two huge games of note. Ohio State goes to Penn State. Penn State's 13, Ohio State's 2 for a big wideout game. That game's going to be an insane game. And, and less, uh, and less insane game. That's not good English. Uh, Florida is versus Georgia in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a good game as well. There's a few yeah. other games that week, uh, but those are the two that I wanted to highlight. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on those games? Yeah, one one big game that I was watching last week was that Oklahoma State game, bro. Mm-hmm. It was an absolute shootout at the end. I Props to the Cowboys, dude. They're, they're a sleeper team. Like at the beginning of the season, yep. if you would ask me if Oklahoma State was going to be top 10 and like a consistent top 10 team, that I wouldn't have. I would have been like, "You're wrong." No, yeah. I would have said Texas all the way. Like, because yeah, Quinn Ewers, they're he's a wonderful quarterback. Recruit wise, like, they're way better. Yeah, they're way better recruiting. Right. Like, it's just Texas is just having some issues, and it, obviously those kinks will get worked out. I feel like this is a season of just experimenting for the Longhorns. So yeah, Oklahoma State's defense made Quinn look pretty bad, and like I, I love Quinn. I think he's a great QB as well. But Oklahoma State's defense, three it picks was, against it was Quinn still within one score, so it was still good it was for it was Texas. within one score, but. Towards the end there, and Texas was ahead for a while, but then once Oklahoma State pulled ahead, I think it was like for most of the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. it was like okay. Oklahoma I just State looked up Quinn's stats. He it, threw the ball forty nine times. Lots of yeah. Had yeah. nineteen completions. Yeah. Usually when you're like struggling to get that lead back though, when you're scraping lots the barrel, of passes. it's a lot of passing. You don't yeah. utilize the run unless you're usually winning. Mm-hmm. That's just analytics though. So something that's pretty unique about Oklahoma State Stadium. The sidelines are really tiny, mm-hmm. so like the students like are directly on top of the players on the sideline. Oh my! The sidelines probably like fifteen yards. Yeah. So like, wow. there's nowhere to hide on the sideline. The, yeah. the the fans are right on top of you. So it was kind of cool to watch. 
When Oklahoma State's good, that place is rocking. Now, yeah, the and game. Import, another important game. We'd love to hear about your Carolina Gamecocks. The game that absolutely made my heart so happy. You know, being a Jags fan and being a Knowles fan, we're used to a lot of heartbreak. Mm. And I can say the same about the Gamecocks too. But they've had some pretty big wins. They're five and two. Mm-hmm. They're number three in the SEC East, behind Tennessee and Georgia. Those are good teams to be behind. And yeah. dude, they're number twenty-five in the nation now. They're ranked, yeah. and it's it's exciting. I, I really hope Shane Beamer and that organization just like continues to push off of this. Mm-hmm. Granted, South Carolina's got a rough schedule ahead. Mm-hmm. They might yeah. they, they got to play Florida, which is always a tough matchup. It's always a good game, no matter what. Their final two games. The final yeah, two the games. Final two are games nuts. is yeah. Tennessee at home and then Clemson on the road. Oh, I think I think That's... y'all very high percentage of winning the next three, which yeah. puts y'all on a seven game win streak. I, I That's a think, lot of momentum going into Tennessee. Yeah, I just think, like, Carolina has been able to win. Their only two losses are Georgia and Arkansas. Yeah. And that Arkansas game, you could have gone both ways that Carolina should have been more present there. Yeah. Sure. But that Kentucky game was a steal. This Texas A&M game was a steal. And hopefully we can get that win against Florida as well. Mm-hmm. But that Tennessee and Clemson game, I'm just... Don't sleep on Vanderbilt, though. Vanderbilt's. I'm, I've slept on Van- Vanderbilt for years. That's fair. <laughs> but it's, at, it's in Nashville, so... It's not as easy as you think. Yeah. But uh, another important game, Miami. We just need to talk about that for a second. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they're our rival. We always need to talk about when our rival loses. Miami goes to how many losses? I don't, I don't uh, even know if they're 500, are they? I don't think so. No, I don't think they are. They're 3-4. and four. They're 3-4. and four. Wow. They're yeah. fourth in the Coastal, in the ACC. Yeah, that's bad. And so, so, fun fact, they lost to Middle Tennessee State University. And, like, that was a game we clowned them when they lost. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. Middle Tennessee State hasn't won a game since, mm-hmm. beating Miami. Wow. They've, they've gone 0-3. But so, they were ranked, like, the highest ranked Miami's been this year is 13. Yeah. Like, why put them up so high? I don't, like, is it just because of the coaching hype? I don't know. Like I don't I think know. It's the coaching hype. Coaching hype and recruits probably. They're always ranked high at the start of every yeah, year. Yeah, they started yeah, number like sixteen. Last year or two years ago, they were ranked top ten and then they went to LSU or they played LSU mm-hmm. neutral site in like Austin or Dallas and they got destroyed. I think it's it's always them and Notre Dame you see so high. Yeah. And they're 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 historic programs, they're media favorites. They're gonna put them up there high just to hype them up and then, I mean obviously Miami I mean, I was saying it, the game against Southern Miss that they actually ended up winning, but they looked so bad against Southern Miss. Yeah. Yeah. They barely pulled that game out. And I'm going, Miami is not a squad. Like they do not have they do not have the team that America or the people voting in the polls think that they have, and now it's kinda of come to fruition. I mean they've so. lost they've lost what, two three games at home this year? Yeah. But looking yeah. forward to a top thirteen matchup this weekend. Okay. Yeah. A whiteout. That's going to be an exciting game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, we'll, we'll get into the picks later, but what are your guys' thoughts on those two teams so far this year? I mean, Ohio State's rolling, as they always do, but, I mean, they're starting to head into the thick of their schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do think Ohio State's going to get the job done. I know it's a road game, but Penn State just got wrecked by yeah. Michigan. Like, it wasn't even, like, a close game. I thought Penn State was it, especially after that game against Auburn. I thought their offense just looked very proficient, mm. and uh, but no, they proved me wrong. <laughs> I had high hopes for them. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I, I, I don't think Ohio State is really number two. 
I really don't. I, I, I they have the only team that they've played, and, and they were number five going into this game was Notre Dame, and they beat Notre Dame twenty-one to ten week one. Since then, Notre Dame has proven that they're not one of those. They're they're not top caliber team at all. Mm. So, and I know this is you know Ohio State's obviously they're growing, they're progressing as the season moves on. They're probably a little bit better squad than they were week one. But I think this is going to be a tight game with Penn State. I really do. I don't think Ohio State is what everyone thinks they are yeah. uh, at this point in the year. So before we get into the picks, we all go to Florida State here. So I just want to use this time to shout out some FSU like recent scores. Mm-hmm. So FSU football was on a bye. They're versing Georgia Tech this week at noon. Georgia mm-hmm. Tech just fired their coach. It was on a two-game winning streak. Okay. So that'll be a good game. It's at noon this Saturday. Yeah. And then this week... So FSU softball went to Gainesville on Sat. Uh, it was Sunday, Sunday at two o'clock. It was a top five showdown, um, and FSU held their own. They played very well. It was a game that kind of went down to the wire. UF ended up scraping out a win, five to three, unfortunately. Um, but it was a really good game. Both teams are ready for it. Both teams are going to be very good this season. FSU softball and UF softball. So that was good to see. Soccer news, uh, it was a game that all three of us went to. Uh, FSU hosted the number two team in the country, mm. uh, North Carolina, and FSU took a lead early on. Yeah, you know, yeah. And then we ended up just, we ended up not being able to finish out. We ended up losing two to one. Yeah. Uh, it was a close game. Respectable loss. Respectable loss. We had a lot of close chances at the end of the game, a lot of close yeah. shots. There was one where the goalie was like, not even in between, like the goalie was way out of. She's the out of the net. Yeah. yeah, and we shot it, and their defender was able to like block the ball before it went into the goal. Yeah, that was that was a tough game to watch. It was. I mean, I felt like from the get from the get go, we were very, very high intensity, very high pressure in the North Carolina's half. Like, we scored the goal, and we even had opportunities before we scored, and like continue to have opportunities after we scored, and then it seemed like the last like uh, maybe 15, 20 minutes of the first half. North Carolina was just possessing the ball. Like, it, it had to have been, like, 80-20 possession in North Carolina. Like, maybe not that drastic, but it was yeah, – It was. I mean, they were just keeping it, and we couldn't get a touch on it, and it was frustrating to watch. And then, you know, with possession comes results. North Carolina ends up knocking two more. One of them was on a PK, which was a yeah, – well, Their was first a, goal, North Carolina's first goal was impressive. Their right. first goal was the PK. Yeah, the first goal. Their, was oh, their the second goal. Their second goal. Their second goal. Their second goal was the nice. Sports Center. I mean, the she girls curved it left foot, curved it top left. Oh, and her first touch, which I don't know if this is intentional or not, first touch Meg the defender straight up right between her legs, sure. breezed on Byard and just dribbled pretty much the perimeter to eighteen until she got an angle and yeah. hit the beautiful shot. So it was. Yeah, Sports Center top ten. It was very. I, yeah. I, I think it was, was, it was pretty, next to me. Pretty. So there was a big turnout for that game. It was the, like almost sold out. Yeah, definitely sold out. Like there was people sitting on the grass. Like yeah, the we were, me, and, me and Confusioni were standing. Yeah, we, we stood. Sit. Yeah. So the yeah, well the guy sitting next to me, he doesn't watch. He was like, yeah, I'm not even a soccer fan. And, like, he was, like, talking about, like, why things are certain ways. And he's like, so why was our first goal worth the same amount of points as their PK kick? <laughs> he's like, we had to do so much more work for our goal when a PK kick, it just seems so, so easy. And I'm like, that's just soccer. You can say the same yeah. about free throws versus, like, true, yeah, yeah. driving layups. Why are, free throws, why are free throws one point or two points if you make both of them? And But, like, a 
driving layup in traffic is the same amount. Or like a f- cool dunk. Yeah. Like something like that. Like yes. that obviously takes more work. Free throws are generally easier depending on who you're talking to. But that's just the way the game goes. Good point. Yeah. So, and then soccer got redemption this weekend. On Sunday, they beat number 20 Pittsburgh. Good. In Good. Pittsburgh. That, yeah, that was on the road. Yes. And then we have our final game this Thursday against Virginia Tech at 7 p.m. And then we move on to the ACC tournament. And then we're definitely hosting uh, NCAA tournament rounds. So we'll keep you guys updated with that. Baseball opened up on Saturday. They had a scrimmage, and they dominated against Kennesaw State. So very hyped for Link Jarrett's first year as, an, as the baseball coach. I, I just hope that the, the FSU community just wants to rally behind him yes. because there's a lot of backlash. There's a, it, it goes either way. Nobody's like, I feel fine about him. They're like super excited or they're mad that the Mike Martin legacy is gone. Yeah, like yeah. it's the old heads that want the Mike Martin legacy to stay. Yeah. But like Link Jarrett, he's from Tallahassee. Like he's born and bred in this mm-hmm. eight five zero area. Oh, yeah. So like it's it should be exciting that he decided to leave Notre Dame, which is a great baseball program. Just yeah. him to the College World Series yeah. too. To come back to Florida State and rebuild a program that Mike Martin Jr. honestly ruined after his yeah, dad yeah. retired. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I think his dad did a wonderful job. He obviously did not live up to the family hype the family expectations mm-hmm. so i think it's i mean regardless of the legacy regardless of the name you got to bring in the person who's going to get results yeah we're college world series like regulars yeah and yep. in his three years we were not successful in mm-hmm. that yeah. and so like i i want to go to omaha this year yeah like yeah so something that like all the people that were upset of like oh they're just like he just needed like one or two more years like he was changing the program around FSU has one of the most impressive streaks going on in baseball. 44 straight seasons getting selected to the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Wow. We don't want to risk that. Like no. Mark, Mike Martin Jr. almost lost us that. Like, he he had a good team. They just, like, they were like a three seed out of their – you can only have four seeds in each, like, host regional, and we were a three seed. Mm-hmm. That, you're playing with fire right there. Yeah, you're we teetering. We want to make sure that we kept that streak going, yep. make it to Omaha. I would, yeah. Like, that's something where we didn't even get out of the regional round. Like, there's regionals, super regionals, and then Omaha. Yeah, we didn't get out of, yeah, no. It was, it was, mm. there's a lot we could say about uh, baseball, but we're going to move it forward for college football in the NFL, where we give our picks for the upcoming week. Starting off, we've got Georgia Tech facing FSU at noon. Who do we got? We'll start with Naaman and go left to right. Yeah. Do we want to give update on our records real fast before we pick? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Let's give a record. So, yeah, so yeah. we did a ton of math before this episode. <laughs> most math done. I've done all year. <laughs> so for college football, first place is Naaman. First place is Naaman. 30 and 13, yeah. which is actually, that's a really good record. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. I that's am more than 66% correct, right? Uh, whatever that math is, like yeah. Like two-thirds, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, because thirteen is less than a half of thirty. You're like, I think you're just under. We're not. We're not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, math. Yeah, yeah. So thirty um, and thirteen. Thirty and thirteen. I'm in second at twenty five and eighteen. Prozy is a game behind me at twenty four and nineteen. So Prozy and I are real close there. Um, Prozy just shot a shot in the air ball. <laughs> well. I'll, I'll, I'll work hard, guys. I'll do my research, even though I already do. Yeah, I don't do any research, bro. I'll just come here. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> love that. Okay, and then in the NFL, Naaman is also in the lead, 27 and 19. Uh, I am, again, behind at 25 and 21. And then Prozy, again, one game behind me at 24 and 22. Good job, Prozy. So the NFL is I just a little, like to make things interesting. Yeah, the, the NFL is a little bit more of a tighter race. I think it's anyone's... 
uh, anyone's game at this point, uh, but college football David seems to have a lock. Um, we'll tell you our guest picks too real fast, just so you guys know. So college football, we had Jeremiah Geters going 3-2. and two. Jaden Floyd also went 3-2. and two. Delaney Pierce, who was on last week, was 2-2. Two and two. So she didn't have as many picks, but she went 500 last week. So good job, Delaney. Um, and then Harrison was 2-3. and three. Um, Harrison did not have a good <laughs> round of picks, like, at all. No, um, it gets worse for NFL, too. Yeah, NFL, Jaden in the lead at 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Delaney was 1-3. She got one. Proud yeah. of proud of her. Uh, Jeremiah was also one and three, so Delaney actually did just as good as a college football player with her NFL picks. Yeah, what was and Mr. Hawthorne had nine picks, and he got one of them. Yeah, he went one and eight Oof. for the NFL. So we, we mentioned talent, that. Though. That's a talent. We mentioned that on a previous episode. I don't want to. We don't have to harp on that for too long, but that's his record. I think um, that should be our topic for next week. Just talking. Yeah, we'll have him back on, and we'll be like, "So what do you like? What happened?" <laughs> Okay, so now going into picks for we'll we'll start Georgia Tech, Florida okay, State. Georgia Tech, Florida State. The Yellow Jackets come to Dope Campbell Stadium to face the Seminoles at noon. Who do you got? I got Florida State. I think Florida State needs a win. I think Georgia Tech will be easier competition than what they're they've versed the past three weeks. Oh, yeah, but they're not going to be like a gimme game. Like it's not going to be just like a, I don't uh, want them to see it as a gimme too. Yeah. Yeah, but who do you yeah, got? FSU. I think that. This past three weeks have just been terrible. Like, not terrible, but, like, underwhelming. Mm. So Yep. I'm going to go with the Nulls as well. Georgia Tech just fired their coach. They're going to be a little bit maybe tad disoriented with that. That's a, that's a pretty big key piece uh, out for them. So uh, I don't think we're going to approach this as a gimme win. I think Norvell's in there. We have the attitude of, you know, we're going to play this team like we'd play anyone else. We're going to go in there and dominate. So I've got to see it. Yep. Next game I got is number two. Ohio State goes to the whiteout at Penn State to face the number 13 team in the country. This is going to be a good game. Um, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I'm going to go Ohio State. It's hard to do, especially it being a whiteout game. I think if it was at night, I would pick Penn State, but it's at noon. It's a disgusting time. It's, it's not like, hot there, though. It's not hot, but, like, there's no excitement for a noon game. Yeah, those you know, lights. Like, like that, that's, that's a game that should be under the lights. That should be, should be a game prime day. time. Should be. Yeah. So, I'm going to go Ohio State. I think they're going to just come out with more guns. I hope I hope this game is an absolute shootout. I hope C.J. Stroud gets put to the test, but I'm going to pick the Buckeyes. You can make up your ground here. Dude, I have to I have to make safe picks from here on out. I can't <laughs> be doing them out so fast. No, you can't say name and you go first. <laughs> I uh I just I just don't buy the Ohio State hype. Mm. I don't mm. think they really played mm. anyone. The closest game they had is with Notre Dame. Notre Dame's only four and three. Notre Dame lost to Stanford. Yeah. Well, Notre Dame's lost a few teams. And they've lost... I mean, Stanford, I think, is one of their most embarrassing ones. Uh, Penn State... Penn State played... Uh, they they played well, I would say, this past weekend um, against Minnesota. I'm going to go wide out. I'm going to go with the Penn State Nittany Lions. Now that you made your pick, I just want to point something out. Ohio State is 15-point favorites. 15-and-a-half. 15-and-a-half. Bring so, it. Bring it. Yeah. You're making it's, up ground if you I get sure it. hope bring they it. win. Yeah. I sure hope so. But I just, I'm going to make the safe pick. What does any good coach say? Take risks. On any given day. Take risks. Any team can win. 
Oh, oh, that too. Well, that, yeah, yeah take, take risks. Yeah, take risks. That's, that's why I'm taking That's why I'm taking Penn State. All right, third game. The Cowboys of Oklahoma State, who are nine in the nation, mm-hmm. face number 22, Kansas State. It's a good game. It's a good in game. Kansas. I'm going to go uh, Cowboys, guns up, or whatever their thing is. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go Cowboys. They're red hot. Sanders is really good quarterback. Yeah, no. That, speaking of him, he has thrown for over 2,000 yards this season. Is that a lot? It, for being halfway, like a little more than halfway through for the season, right it's now, pretty that's good. A ton, He's yeah. got 15 oh. touchdowns and four interceptions right now mm-hmm. on the year, so I'm going to go Cowboys as well. Is that a not so fast, Confusione, or what, what are we doing over there? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm going Cowboys as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they look really good right now. They're hot. To give you sure. to give you perspective on if 2,000 yards is a lot, the Kansas State quarterback only has 907 yards passing throughout the entire season. Dang. Yeah, so okay. all, all right. more than doubled. That's fair. Yeah. So last game for college football. Oh no, we got two more games. Mm-hmm. Number nineteen Kentucky faces number three Tennessee at home. Mm. Uh, me first. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it on. I'm gonna go Tennessee. I think Tennessee's red hot right now. They just had an insane win. Um, I'm, I think they're gonna continue their dominance. I, I don't. I don't know why they lose now. I think it'd just be stupid to lose now. Yeah. But they could. I don't think they will. I hate I don't mean to go after you every time because I'm picking the same, but I I promise I'm not following name and picks, <laughs> but I do think Tennessee <laughs> How about you pick before me next time? Next time I will pick, but yes, I think Tennessee will keep rolling. I think this game could be an upset. I really like I think there's a there's a heavy chance but I'm also going to pick safe here. Go with Tennessee. Tennessee's like rolling right now. They're just they basically had a bye against uh, UT Martin, so they're probably feeling pretty well rested yeah. at the I moment. Hendon Hooker didn't even play the second half. Yeah, I will so. say Kentucky usually has one really great win every year, mm-hmm. and they're versing Tennessee this week and versing Georgia later this year. They haven't had that great win yet. They beat yeah. Florida before we thought they were like we, we knew they were bad. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. What's the yeah. last last game? game? UF and Georgia. Meet in Jacksonville wow. to play in TIAA Bank. Wow. wow. Wow, wow, Biggest cocktail party of the year. Confusione, you go first. Who you got? Uh, I'm going to go Georgia. Dogs, <laughs> no doubt, on this one. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just it's, it's a bit of a mismatch, in my opinion. I, I kind of like it's in Jacksonville. That's kind of an interesting little thing. I yeah. honestly would like to go see it, but uh, actually, I could. I'll be in Jax this weekend. Yeah. Technically, I could go. You should do it. I'm going to say it's like big brother, little brother game here. I think Georgia is <laughs> going to absolutely steamroll the Gators. It's not even fair at this point. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Georgia too. Pretty, pretty obvious pick. But. All right. Quick rundown of this upcoming week in the NFL. We've got four games on the dock. The Broncos and Jags play in London at 930 in the morning, our time. Yuck. Both those teams, bro. The Jags. Bro, who decided the first? first. I'm going first. Okay. Jaguars all the way. I've still got faith, and Russell Wilson isn't playing. But I don't know. That might be better for the Broncos. Both teams are two and five. Like I feel bad for the people who put the Broncos in so many primetime games. Well, it's because of Russell Wilson. Because of Russell Wilson. Like they just signed. I know, but it's like, and they thought he'd be a stud. Can't change the schedule. Dud. He's a dud. I mean, they banked on him being a stud. He's been. He's, this is like his fourth. I don't know if this is prime time. It's nine thirty. This morning, is prime time. But I mean, it's well, London. It's London. This is a very influential game. Like a very important. Game. Another sin. Taylor Heineke. The Jags always get a London game though, so the yeah. Jags have a deal with London yeah, where they yeah. always get one. So I'm gonna go Jags. Wow, what a pick, bro. <laughs> so both, both teams are two and five. So 
and I would never bet on the Broncos right now. So I'm gonna go Jags. See, I would Call never me. like I would never bet <laughs> exactly, on the. Exactly, bro. I don't want to bet on either team. Literally, yeah. they're both so. They're this both is a avoid game. At so all. bad right now. Yeah, guys, they're both um, so bad. I'm with you. I agree. I. Oh my I'm solely gonna pick the Jags because I want the Jags. I think both teams suck. It's gonna be a competition of who sucks less, and <laughs> I think right. it's gonna be the Jags. Though. Game number two. Wait, 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 can I say one thing? No. The over under <laughs> is gonna be disgusting on this game. It's gonna be like twenty five points, maybe like thirty tops. For what? Yeah. Which game? This, this game? game. This game. No, the teams aren't gonna score. That's all Broncos. The Broncos games. are lucky to put up like nine. I know the Broncos games are like fourteen score. What are you talking Until about? Versus the Broncos, any team that versus the Broncos always wins like fifteen to nine. That's okay. it. The Broncos defense isn't bad. It's, it's just crazy. the offense can't put <laughs> up any points. Yeah, I say give the ball to James Robinson, and that's your ticket. Or ACM too. Christian Kirk. I, I, please, I say, I say, please. I say, James Robinson is our golden ticket. Utilize it. Next game, the Raiders go to New Orleans to face the Saints. I'm gonna. The Saints are having their struggles, and I think the Raiders are sniffing out a win. Mm. So I think I'm going to go Devonte Adams and Darren Waller to take the dub this week. Mm. Who you got? I'll go with New Orleans. Can't pick against them. Uh, you guys are splitting down the middle. Oof. Yeah, can't pick against them. Uh, you know, I, the Raiders are the Raiders have been on a little bit of an up lately. They've been you know doing a tad bit better, but I think our defense is capable of stopping Devonte Adams. Um, We've got to find some answers on the offensive side of the ball. Um, we had a really bad game with turnovers last week. If we can control that, then I think we can beat the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Well, with all that being said, I'm going to go Raiders. Okay. For, for, yeah, they're on a roll. It's so, fine. Yeah. It's fine. Wait. All right. <laughs> Sorry, um, Saints. Fan. Dolphins go to Detroit to face the Lions. Go Dolphins. I think that's an easy pick for me. Dolphins have two back. Um, okay. I think, yeah, Dolphins... Tua did not look great last week. He didn't look great, but he's back. He looked good when he was scripted. When the plays were scripted, first and second drive, he looked great. I wish that the Lions had a better defense, because if they did, I would 100% go Lions, Mm because their offense is actually pretty decent, but yeah, I'll go Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going to go Dolphins, too. If if there's any game that the Dolphins kind of need to get some momentum and bounce back a little bit, it's this one against the Lions. I think the Lions mm-hmm. could let up like 42 points to the Dolphins if they're not careful. So That's yeah. true. It's going to be a shootout. Next game on our docket, we've got the 49ers going to L.A. to face the Rams. Yep, so 49ers, uh, new, newly acquired Christian McCaffrey running yep, back, so that's huge for them. Uh, Rams coming off of a bye, uh, so they rested and healthy. Um but I think the 49ers just own the Rams. It's just typically how it goes. I got the Niners winning this game. Same. I got the Niners. Go Niners. Uh, I think, they, yeah, they beat them in the first one 29, no, 24 to 9. And Matt Stafford has more interceptions than touchdowns. That's the Rams QB. So I'm going to go Niners. Yep. And the next game, I know we wanted to talk about Giants versus the Seahawks. Yeah. I'm going to say Seahawks are the dark horse. I think that they give the Niners, not the Niners, the Giants. Another loss this year. I think mm. that Geno Smith and Ty Lockett can get the job done. I think that the Giants just almost fell to the Jaguars last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm going to go Giants on this one. I've been picking the Giants the past few weeks. I really like the way that they're playing. I like the way Saquon is uh, really taking control of that offense. And uh, they may have barely beat the Jags, that's true. But I do think the Jags are still a decent team. They're still a competitive team. Mm-hmm. They might not be a winning team, but they still compete. So I think that's a quality win against the Jags, honestly. And I think they're going to win against the Seahawks this week. 
And I'm gonna. It's hard. You guys both split on the game, and I'm gonna have to pick one. Oh, um, I'm gonna go Giants. Giants are red hot. I really like their coach. I don't like their quarterback, but I like their coach and what their team's doing. Wait, why are you sighing? What happened? So some big news for us, uh, Jacksonville people. Pretty sad news. Pretty. Yeah, I would say heartbreaking. The uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, I just got a notification on my watch that they are sending our power back, James Robinson, to the New York Jets. What? For a sixth round pick. That's a, that's that's a terrible trade. What? That, mm, I don't like that. And I that's mm, I good. love that guy so much. And it's, it's just the Jacksonville way. We develop guys, they become stars, and then... We move on, which I get it. I understand it. Whatever. Doug Peterson seems to favor ETN more, and they the Jets just lost Brees Hall. So, like, power to the Jets. You guys are filling a gap that was severely taken away from you. But James Robinson is easily the better back between him and ETN. I don't know why Doug Peterson uses him, uses ETN more, but, yeah, we're going to miss you, James, a lot in Jacksonville. And it's yeah. – it's truly disrespectful that the Jets were only going to give us a sixth-round pick, which they said it could turn into a five or a fifth-round pick. But still, you should—you are definitely you guys, worth you more. You guys could have gotten more value, I think. I think I so. Agree. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's a lot of teams that have hurt running backs. Because now we're yeah. down. We're a dual-back offense, and now we're down. Yeah. Running back. ETN is going to need to step up. You could have traded yeah. running back to Carolina. Carolina, we just mentioned McCaffrey. McCaffrey mm-hmm. just got traded away from Carolina. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of teams that need running backs. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't think ETN is going to be able to handle that workload he's, he's by himself. He's more touches, but honestly, the two games that the Jacksonville Jaguars have won is because James Robinson was a vital piece. Yeah. Mm. When he is not being utilized, we lose. Yeah. So I'm I'm really upset about it, but I, I wish the listeners could have heard. Well, no, not even heard. Seen Caleb over here, like while we were going through our final picks, he looked like a mime. He just looked like really sad. Um, but no, I felt bad for him. But I was I was I was hoping this day would never come, but I'm not surprised. So mm-hmm. sad way, but I'm gonna close up the episode. Uh, thank you to everyone who tuned in to episode nine of the To the House podcast. We do have a lot of fun doing this, despite players going different places and hearts being broken uh we continue to love this podcast more and more each week and we love covering all the updated sports news as always this is naaman caleb and caleb signing off Woo!